Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'd love for us. We're going to be praying tonight, but just before we head into prayer, uh, let's just look on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, and reading from verse 22, going down. Matthew, chapter 14. Reading from verse 22. Matthew is following up after the feeding of the 5,000 multitude that ate of the two fishes and five loaves of bread. Matthew said, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. Get into a ship and go and to go before him on to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. Tell somebody it's good to have a moment of prayer all by yourself. All by yourself. Prayer alone with God all by yourself after the miracles after serving after extending yourself uh, giving of yourself to the world to serve them to teach them to give them the word of God it's good to set a time even separate from your brothers and your sisters a moment in prayer all by yourself the Bible said that when the evening was come, he was there alone, praying until the evening, alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. The ship that was carrying all his disciples was now in the midst of the sea. Tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, touch my mind as I speak. In the name of the Lord. The ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. These men were under authority, were obedient to the master's command. They had gotten aboard this ship, heading to the other side, as Jesus had requested. While he was praying, while he was alone praying, intending to rejoin them until the evening hour. He was praying. Matthew said, by this time, the ship was in the midst of the sea, giving us the idea 
that the distance to land on any side may have been about the same distance. And in the fourth watch, in the midst of the, the waves which were tossing to and fro, for the wind was contrary. Matthew wants us to understand that this wind was not something that they anticipated. As fishermen, some of them aboard, would not have gone to sea, would not have leave the shores if there was a storm or they had expected a storm during the trip. This was abnormal, contrary wind blowing. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. In the fourth watch, in the midst of the contrary wind which was blowing, here comes Jesus walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried for fear. They have already been dealing with this wind. And now they see something that's abnormal. The wind is contrary. And in the midst of it, here comes one walking on the, the sea. They were troubled saying, it is a spirit. They cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them saying, be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. It's a challenge. They can remain comfortable in the midst of the contrary wind on board or having to deal with this mystery of a man walking on top of the water. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. Peter was not satisfied with hearing the Lord Jesus speaking. He wanted to make sure. He said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you. Bid me to come unto thee on the water. Not to swim out there. But I want to walk out to meet you. If it is you. Brothers and sisters. 
very for a very short while. I want to, us to think about this passage of scripture. Any one of us that's going to receive something, the revelation that God has to give, will be challenged. One will never be able to receive the revelation or to come in contact with the revelation of God while staying in a comfortable place. The revelation of Jesus Christ comes to take you out of your comfort. Doesn't matter how contrary the winds were, the boat meant security. Doesn't matter how contrary winds were safety was in the boat as long as it held itself together all the other disciples were there Peter alone requested Lord if it is you bid me to come to you next point that we have to understand That the revelation of Jesus takes consistency as it relates to our focus upon him. We have to be consistent in focusing on the revelation. Meditating on who Jesus is. Tells us again, brothers and sisters, that the revelation of Jesus Christ, this supernatural, has the ability to keep you in any area of your life. There's one thing I know about this revelation. It will take you out of your comfort zone. So when we hear languages or statements, I just want to be comfortable in this world. I don't want to be rich. I just want to work enough so I can be comfortable. That's not the language of the kingdom. Comfort and luxury will stifle the revelation of Jesus. And he said, come. One word. Nothing has changed, brothers and sisters. The wind is still contrary. The waves are tossing to and fro. Everything is abnormal. There's a man walking on the water. Peter says, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus said, Come. Hallelujah. 
brothers and sisters, I want you to understand. You don't have to wait for anything to change, to step out by faith to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. Our focus is not on what's happening around us. Our focus in this life is on the revelation of Jesus, which has the ability to take you out of your comfort zone and to keep you. All we have to do is to believe by faith. Scripture says, and when Peter was come down out of the ship, Nobody else in the ship had requested Peter alone. The Bible said he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Mortal man walking on top of the water. See, brothers and sisters. What does this tell us? If we have the right focus upon Jesus, great will be the mysterious things that the Lord will do through us. If we have the right focus, though few in number here at Faith Deliverance International Ministry, if we have the right focus. The supernatural. The extraordinary. The challenges of this life. We will not even notice. At times when we have difficulties and challenges. Because the word of God carries us. What was Peter stepping out on? Come. That was it. That was all he was banking on. The word. The one word that said come. Amidst the waves that were tossing to and fro. The wind that was beating against him. One word said come. And when he was come down out of the ship, that one word sustained him, caused him to walk on the water. What's the mystery of this, brothers and sisters? Is that when we focus upon the Lord Jesus Christ, something mysterious takes place in us. We begin to be like him. That's exactly what takes place. The revelation consumes us. That we are no longer ordinary people. The things that ordinary people will not do. Those who are in him. Will do it. At times do it. As though it is an ordinary thing. Silver and gold. We don't have. But such that we have. 
We will give it to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And immediately held him by the hand and strength reached his ankle bones. He got up, leap up, begin to praise and worship the Lord. Extraordinary, seemingly ordinary for Peter and John. Extraordinary for the world. Simply because their focus was in the right place was on Jesus Christ but when he saw the wind boisterous nothing had changed he was walking on the water the wind was still boisterous but Peter begin to focus now on what was happening around him. He took simply took note of what was happening around him. And this is a good lesson for each and every one of us. It takes just one second, one thought to remove us from the revelation of Jesus, our focus on Jesus, to allow us to sink. The Bible said, he was afraid. What's that telling us? One of the, the tools of the enemy. One look at what was happening in nature even though God controlled nature. One look and an injection of fear took control of his spirit. One look. One thought of how dangerous it is. Injection of fear took control of his spirit. That tell us, brothers and sisters, the moment we lose focus, certainly a hundred percent sure, fear is going to take control of us. Why? Because the children of light, we are sent into this world. A sheep amongst wolves. We are the prey. We don't stand a chance. But because of Jesus Christ. To be harmless as a dove. And to be as wise as a serpent. Bible tells us that he began to sink. Sinking. Sinking. One look. One thought. One distraction. The next thing he knew is that he is sinking. 
And he began to cry, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. The focus that is taken away, fear taking control, He's plummeting under the waters. Death certainly would take hold of him. But he remembered. He recognized that the revelation has the ability to keep him. He recognized that in him there is life. And he said, Lord, save me. Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter how badly you are sinking. It's not time to articulate a prayer to try and convince God to save you. Let the prayer be Let the prayer become or reflect your dire situation. The level of urgency that needs to take place. That Lord, I come to you at this time. Your servant, your so-and-so. Lord, save me. If I don't, if you don't act now, I'm going under. The Bible said, the urgency of the cry. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand. I'm speaking to someone tonight who is in a dire situation. Someone who has removed uh, themselves from the focus they had on Jesus Christ. Which is life. Lord. Save me. Immediately. Jesus stretched forth his hand. I want you to understand. My God almighty. As the soon as your master. Hears that cry. Immediately. He's going to stretch forth. Stretch forth his hand. And caught him. And said unto him. O thou. Of little faith. Wherefore. Didst thou doubt. Others can say what they want to say about Peter. The fact is. He stepped out. Of the boat. Jesus did not say he had. No faith. Jesus said he had little faith. And why is it you doubted me? And the mystery is that as soon as Jesus saved him, the Bible said, and when they were come into the ship, as soon 
Jesus is back in the ship with all the disciples. The wind ceased. The contrary wind ended. As soon as they were back into the ship, those that were there began to worship him. Of a truth, thou art the son of God. Brothers and sisters, we're going to be praying at this time. And I want to encourage someone. Someone who have removed their focus. Someone who's getting a little bit shaky. Someone who by faith had stepped out of the boat heading to the revelation. But somewhere along the line you notice everything else that was happening around you. Perhaps heard the very voices that's speaking so audibly around you. And the negativity Instead of listening to the sweet voice of the master, you took note of a comment that someone else had said made you fearful, made you angry, made you bitter. You have lost your focus. Now you're sinking in the mire. Just call out. Lord, save me. Salvation is with Jesus. Lord, save me. As you cry out in your spirit, by faith believe that that hand is outstretched to you right now. And it's pulling you. safety in his arms. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. Someone is coming back to the Lord. Someone who's been restored tonight. Someone who is having a closer walk with the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you for your salvation. Someone, perhaps you did not step out of the boat, but your eyes were on this individual who's acting, acting out, living out his faith. And you recognize the hand of the Lord on his life. You saw it too. You heard the word come. But you never moved. Because you have the seed to believe. But now you recognize that this person's life is all about Jesus. And you see the difference. You can confess of a truth. 
of a truth certainly. Jesus is the son of God. The one whom he worshipped is the true and living God. You can worship too. 